0: This is the On The Banks Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at otv underscore Nation. Now, here's your host, Lance Glynn. Hello, everyone. I am, of course, your host, Lance Glynn, and this is episode 18 of the On The Banks Podcast, our Rutgers women's basketball preview. If you don't already, you can follow me on Twitter at Lance underscore G11. And of course, you can follow On The Banks on Twitter as well at OTB underscore SB Nation. If you want to listen to any of our previous episodes, you can find them on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Just search On The Banks Podcast. You can find them on SoundCloud. Just search OTB underscore SB Nation. And of course, you can find all of our episodes at onthebanks.com. We are right in the thick of things with fall sports and winter sports begin in a few weeks. For all of the coverage of every Rutgers sport, make sure to go to onthebanks.com. I am very excited and honored to be joined by Hall of Famer and the head coach of Rutgers Women's Basketball, C. Vivian Stringer, and we will talk to her in a little bit. But before I speak with Coach Stringer, I want to talk about this squad and some of the new additions that will hopefully return this team to the NCAA tournament. This team has three big guard additions that I believe will play important roles this season. Freshman guard Zipporah Broughton, grad transfer guard Sierra Calhoun, and now eligible redshirt sophomore guard Arella Garantis. Zippy Broughton comes in and immediately is thought of by fans as the replacement for Tyler Scaife. She's ranked 23rd in the class, uh, in the 2018 class by ESPN, a five-star guard. She's expected to come in obviously and make a big impact and has, you know, just out of this world talent. Calhoun, Sierra Calhoun brings the added benefit of knowing what's to come in Big Ten play after coming over to Rutgers from Ohio State. Plus, She's a proven scorer in the Big Ten, averaging over 11 points per game for the Buckeyes last season. She has NCAA tournament experience, obviously, with Ohio State being so talented last year and years before. And she can shoot the long ball, putting up threes at 36% last year for the Buckeyes. And obviously, we know as Rutgers fans, the one weakness maybe this women's basketball team has had over the past couple of years is shooting the long ball. Garantis, I think, is flying under the radar in terms of the impact that she will make. She was a top 100 recruit out of high school. She started 27 games and averaged 10 points per game for Texas Tech during her freshman year there a couple years ago. And then she ultimately, obviously, transferred to Rutgers and had to sit out last season. This is a team that lost scoring from last season, obviously, now that Tyler Scaife is gone. But, you know, Arela Garantes, as well as Sierra Calhoun and Zippy Broughton, they're going to be expected to make a big impact offensively, and I believe they will. You know, two girls... As I mentioned before, in Garantis and Calhoun, that average double figures the last seasons they played Calhoun last year, Garantis two years ago, and they both played in high major women's college basketball with Garantis at Texas Tech and obviously Calhoun at Ohio State. Uh, And that Broughton, obviously only a freshman, it'll take her a couple, you know, games to adjust, but once she becomes fully adjusted to Big Ten play and fully adjusted to playing high major women's college basketball, I think she's going to be a real force for this Rutgers Scarlet Knights team. I am very excited to see what this team has to offer, and I can't wait for the first game on November 6th. Now, let's talk to the coaches. Here's your host, Lance Klin. She has been leading the Scarlet Knights women's basketball program since 1995. She enters her 24th season at the helm this year. I am now so excited to be joined by Hall of Famer and the head coach of Rutgers women's basketball, C. Vivian Stringer. Coach, how are you? Thanks so much for coming on the podcast.
1: I am great, and thank you for having me. It's just an honor and a great opportunity to, share some conversation with uh, our
0: scout at Nation. So, Coach, you know, before we dive into what this season has to offer and all the players uh, on this year's squad, I want to ask you a question about last year. You know, personally, I thought you guys got snubbed. I thought you should have been a tournament team. Does not making the tournament last season and ending the year not the way you all wanted, does that provide kind of motivation this year? Does the team have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder uh, this season because of that? Well, let's
1: tell you the truth. I, I'm driven by that. Um, and every time I, I see anything that um, anything that looks like it's going to hamper us, I mean, it made it made a big difference. Um, as you know, we had the greatest turnaround in the history of the NCAA uh, across the board in all sports. And uh, the truth of the matter is that um, uh, Tyler being there made a huge difference, and we did feel that uh, we had justification. Uh, one having appeared in the uh, top twenty. Uh, before, uh, it, you know, last year um, and two, uh, we had beaten uh, several teams that were selected. And so I just feel like it's just disrespect. And I take that seriously every single day. And every day that I practice, you know, I'm driving it. I'm driving it with that attitude. And I'm and I'm happy in a way that it happened because um, no one has to wake me up and tell me what can happen. I, uh, I've already seen what can happen, and so my uh, attitude and that of our team is to push and not expect anything. Anything to be given to us to make it so and obvious that the NCA cannot help but uh, help us to be in the NCA. And and yet it's a, it's a process that's going to take place from the first time that we have a, a game uh, to the very end. You know, because it seems that when there was justification at the beginning. Of, of the season uh, was the way that we played. Uh, they want to talk about, well, you know, you, you still lost to South Carolina. Well, hey, guess what? Everybody did. Uh, and and yet, you know, we were that team that really took them down to the wire. It, it bothered me. You know, I look at whether it's them or, uh, you know, Miami. It, it was the same thing. So um, my, my mindset is that um, we can't afford to get hurt. Which we are a bit now, and, and um, I'm thinking that if I looked at at that on a good side, maybe it's better to get hurt now, uh, so that <laughs> when we finally, when we finally get a chance to step on the floor, that we're stepping on the floor together. I think everybody has a chip on their shoulders uh, about what's happened, and we remember because I never forget uh, the real quiet. The team met, you know, for the announcement of the um, selection Sunday. Uh, with a great deal of anticipation, and I, having known just minutes basically before, you know, was sitting there because I wanted to look at see the look on their faces when we didn't make it. Let me tell you something: that was the quietest that, that place has ever been. You, you could not hear anybody moving. They they seemed to be totally devastated, but it's in that devastation, and it's probably in in the most difficult of times that people, you know, know and, and they get whatever, whatever um, fire that they have to have in their belly to accomplish something special and difficult. Uh, it can, it, it's at times like this and moments like this that causes someone to really be driven. And that's what I uh, sense has, has, uh, That's what we've been working with. I'm, I mean, I almost had to hold myself back before the start of practice because I'm so driven. I want, I want things to be done now, yesterday. Um, because I still can't get over that, and I'm anxious uh, for us to prove that the, the Scarlet Knights, you know, are back and will not be held back by anyone.
0: Now, Coach, let's talk about this year's team. You know, the team that is going out there to prove it. And I think the biggest question a lot of fans have is ultimately, how do you replace Tyler Scaife and, of course, her scoring and, and offensively? You know, Tyler, she was such a catalyst for the program during her time here. Do you think it'll be more of an all-around effort to replace her numbers, or do you think the team is going to be reliant on maybe a couple of girls to help carry the load offensively?
1: It's got to be a a couple of girls. I mean, Tyler is Tyler all by herself. You know, there's no question. She had a flair, a style. She knew how to win. She knew how to get it done, and and few people can and do. Uh, That that comes, for me, it comes by way of the creator, the person that creates shots, you know, lots of people come off of double screens or staggered single screens or whatever. They, 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 they do that. But very few people, uh, are capable of isolating you and breaking you down. It doesn't matter how good you, you think you are defensively. You can get to the hole where you pull it up, you know, and, and take the J and you're going to hit those shots. That's Tyler. Uh, Tyler is in the image of, uh, of, uh, um, Kathy Pondexter who could do that, that, that kind of thing, you know? And, uh, and, and, and so, no, i, I we're going to have a couple people that we're hoping that can do that. And I do feel that overall, we are a, a far better shooting team. We are. Um, uh, and like I said, we're we just are dealing with some some injuries that is most uh, incredible for me right now with the number of injuries. It looks like every time we step on a floor, something else is, is happening. But like I said, I am not raising the alarm at all right now because the truth of the matter is when it's all said and done, I'd rather get the injuries over with now. We get together and uh, be the strong team that I anticipate that we can be. I don't think that um, before our team was able to focus a little bit more on Tyler, but we have enough weapons here now that I think that if they try to focus on any one guard, there's another guard that's just as capable of getting it done too, and that that'll be the difference.
0: Look, Tyler, as I mentioned before, a real catalyst offensively and really as a leader as a whole. With her gone, who are you looking at the real leaders of this team? Is it someone like K.K. Sanders, who's now a senior? Sierra Calhoun, maybe in her experience? Someone like Stacia Carey? Who's the girl or who are the girls that you're really looking towards to be the leaders on the court?
1: Well, you know what? Let me, let me say this. It's kind of interesting. I did something that uh, I think stunned K.K. and uh, Vicky because they were the captains before. But keep in mind, Of all the players on the floor, only two of them are players that have came in originally. The others are transfers or they transferred last year and they can play this year or transfers this year. The point that I'm trying to make is that, in effect, this is all a brand, seriously a brand new team. Which stresses me out because everything that I'm thinking, everything that I'm saying it's like they're seeing and hearing everything for the first time. But their skill level, their maturity is different because there's a bunch of seniors. They are committed. And, and so when I say to you what I did um, is that I decided to strip them of that position. And I did it. I, I took it away so that I could give it to them. And what I'm saying to you is that uh, I know that it was very confusing to KK at first sometimes you take away so that you can give like and, and here's what I'm saying you got all these, these these new players here and they've been told that you know KK Saunders is the captain Ricky is the captain uh, but like I know with anything those titles you have to earn those things and so by way of observing they were able to see how involved and how engaged KK has been, how crucial she is to everything we're doing, and the same thing to Vicky. What happened is when I called on them for the team to vote, they voted KK. So now she's been given by way of the team has given her that title, deservedly so. And the same thing with Vicky as well as Stacia Carey. And Stacia was probably stunned that they voted her. Uh, so she takes on a different role and responsibility, and um, it's it's trying to put all the pieces together so that everybody can uh, can function and do what we need to do together. So now they are working with their captains, and their captains, you know, is Vicky and uh, and, and, and KK and Stacia, um, and and that's far 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 better than me saying this is who I selected.
0: You know, Coach, I want to talk about uh, freshman Zippy Broughton. You know, obviously very highly touted, a five-star recruit, according to to ESPN. You know, just being so highly ranked, fans are already putting lofty expectations on her shoulders. What do you think fans can look forward to seeing from Zippy? You know, what are the things that make her such a great player?
1: First of all, Zippy is playing as a point guard. That's a heck of a position. And I've been, you know, putting her through a lot of changes right now. And she's handled it extremely well. She's making mistakes like everybody. Um, I remember one time I asked her. I said, "Well, what do you think you've learned?" She said, "Man, she said it is so many things, so many things, so many things that I just like, like I, I like I'm, I'm amazed, you know. Uh, but it makes a difference, you know. Whether she raises up and she goes, uh, you know, to attack a screen and she's gotten her pocket picked, and like, oh, okay, what did we tell you? It's a whole bunch of little things that she didn't have to think about." And, and yet, um, there's, there's no better person for this uh, to, uh, for, for, for us to have those expectations. I, I don't want to, won't put um, the expectation that she has to be our savior, so to speak, like, um, you know, like a Kathy Pondex or, you know, or uh T.A.J. or anyone like that. She needs to be groomed and ready. She's extremely bright. You notice she's a 4.0 student. She's extremely bright and very competitive. But she can't know what she doesn't know. And so we need to help guide her and continue to give her confidence so that she's able to take that that, that responsibility on. And, yeah, she's capable of things, but it's unfair to, to say, well, okay, you average whatever, 18, 20 points, 23 points a game in high school. That is high school. That was then. This is now. And this is something that we know about. 99 and three quarters percent of all freshmen. So I'm trying to um, to nurture her, like I, I told her. There's nothing that she's going to do on the floor that I'm not fully aware of. Whether it's competition for suicide, I want to know, you know, what's what's in her gut, how how competitive she is, uh, and perhaps some of the competitiveness that we have ha- had in practice is leading to some of the injuries that that we're having. So. That's kind of it's like a two-way street on that, but I do want to tell you about um, this girl, Noga Patel. Like, you know, she won the um, the three-point shooting contest between the men and women's team.
0: Yes, I saw that. Yes, oh, did and I'm, you, did you see it? Yes, I did. I, you know, I'm excited to, and that's another thing I want to bring up. I'm excited to see the shooting on this team. You know, y- you have uh, Zippy. You also have a girl like Sierra Calhoun who showed. <laughs> Uh, at Ohio State that she can shoot the three. I'm excited to see, you know, the shooting that this team can bring this year.
1: tell you something else. This other player, Sharice Wilson, I'm, I'm really excited about her. Great elevation, beautiful shot, uh, good handles, a hard-nosed kid, quick. You know I mean? A number of these guys have been hurt, but I've seen enough to let me know that God knows when, when they get healthy and we're able to seriously practice right now, it's been difficult for them to even walk through any patterns or anything, and that's what's happening. We can't even walk through it. But when they get healthy, uh, you're exactly right. I'm excited to see the shooting. I think it's going to be uh, it's going be a blast uh, because you can see with uh, Noga, you can see what she did. I was wondering, like, okay, Arella was in that competition last year, and, and so she wasn't even out there this year because she has a concussion. But she was in that, that three-point shooting comp- competition. You can see that, that Dippy, you know, stepped out there. Sharice Wilson can put it up. So, no, we, we got enough. I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that we can uh, not get anybody hurt and um, keep the confidence going and get enough practice in that we can, we can, can do what I, I believe that we're capable of doing. And I, I, I really can't say enough about this team. I really love this team. They're extremely mature. They are very much all in as team members. I can't imagine anyone who comes to visit us, you know, is thinking about wanting to be a part of this team, that they and their parents wouldn't be just falling in love with us. I, I really, this is a great group of young ladies, and I'm hoping and wishing and wanting the best for them.
0: You know, Coach, I, I think we all are. And, you know, I want to kind of step away from the team and ask you a little bit about the program as a whole. And I think one of the staples during your tenure. It has been getting players drafted into the WNBA. How special and exciting is it for you to see so many women who have learned under you go on to have, you know, just very successful professional careers?
1: So many players, they're always talking about, you know, taking it, playing at the next level. is certainly capable, and you know that she would have, hip. It, was, it was amazing that she was drafted as high as she was, given that she had missed the entire year the year before. But uh, I think that they're so tough. And, and you see the quotes all the time from the uh, WNBA general managers that are always talking about Rutgers tough. Uh, they understand the flexibility of positions. Um, they're definitely going to play defense. Uh, they understand the game. When I say, when I think about that, I think, hey, you know what? That's, that's pretty they, they make it. They're making thousands upon millions of dollars. Really, and truly, they're making millions of dollars. And uh, for those that uh, pay attention to detail uh, that are talented but pay attention to detail and you know, focus on, on this game that's what we do we, we, we have at one time and I think it was last year we had the second most players in the WNBA so I feel great about that because it's providing another livelihood and keep in mind that when we're talking about that these young ladies are graduating from Rutgers University and they're graduating on time I mean it, it, for me if so I was a, a, a basketball player that wanted to be able to continue to extend my career, I would I would come to Rutgers, and it's just not a plug; it's a fact. You know, I would come to work Rutgers. Listen, work extremely hard. Know that that our name and our reputation precedes us in the name and the respect that people have across the country and our ability to prepare them. Because honestly, we we are working on the little things, things that people wouldn't even think about. You know the things that people wouldn't even think about. We're preparing them and helping them with it. In fact, Kathy Pondester came to speak to the group uh, about two weeks ago, and she was just saying to the team, "You you just don't know until you go out there in a the trial. And other people, you know, have to get themselves free, and they don't know how to do that without a screen. You know, I am proud. I'm happy. I'm proud, um, and I'm excited to for our staff to be able to offer." an opportunity for these players to uh, make money and continue to do something that they love doing.
0: And, you know, I think your last answer leads great into my next question. You know, earlier this summer, Coach, I had Erica Wheeler on as a guest, and one thing that stood out to me was when she talked about how after her mom passed away – She wasn't going to come back to school, but you went down to Florida, you talked to her, and you convinced her that finishing her degree, finishing her Rutgers career, was what she had to do for her mom. That's what she had to to fulfill. Would you say that that that's maybe the most rewarding part of your position, you know, getting to help these women succeed, making an impact on them, not only on the court, but off the court as well? Well,
1: Lance, you know, um, I remember when we first signed Erica, and uh, it was kind of interesting because I had our kids, and I had taken my, my children. Uh, to disney world and i got this phone call and and you know mom introduced herself this is erica willer's mom and she said coach i just want you to know please you know like i have i have confidence in you you seem very sincere and that just promise me that you will see to it that my baby baby graduates just promise me that just promise me that i said oh my god are you, are you committing she's committing the records and, and she said yes but i've got a I, I could be at peace if you would just promise me that Erica will get her degree. She, she, she's a good kid, and she deserves it. She's working hard, and, and nothing would make me prouder than for her to play this game, but more importantly, to get that degree, to make something of herself. And, of course, as, as um, Erica said to you, her mom passed before she got a chance to graduate, and uh, no one uh, could be, uh, this entire team, no one could be more empathetic than all of us, our Rutgers family, you know, for Erica and the importance of her getting a degree. And I tell you what, we're talking about somebody that's proud. When I when I talk to recruits now and I talk to them about somebody who knows how to give back, that's what it's all about. Honestly, we're not just uh, uh, having basketball players. You know, like, for example, I was telling them that I wanted our girls to get out the vote. It's one thing to sit down and say, uh, you know, this is happening in, in society, that's happening. In society. That's an that's inactive thing, just to sit down and make a statement. What I'm talking about is, it, it doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you know, we have got to inspire these young people to do something to make a difference in everybody's life. So what we're talking about is, hey, this, oh, it's it's important. We have got to get engaged, not just play basketball, you know, but we've got to get engaged in in what's going on in this world. And so everything that we possibly can, the young women that we have, um, we got to practice. I hate practicing at at 5 o'clock in the morning. But we got to practice at 5 o'clock in the morning because of a class that um, the Sierra Calhoun needs to take. And it's like, I don't even know what the name of the class is. (laughs) All I know is that in order to practice at 5.30, I've got to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. And I hate Early, pre- I it. <laughs> you know it. Like I hate it, <laughs> and every time I get up, and I'm thinking, does she know this real sacrifice? You know that everybody's making, but in particular with me, because it, it causes me to, to to come home and like today, I need to lay down for a couple of seconds. You know, like at, at five o'clock in the evening, because I know that I've, I've got my practice to write off, I've got tapes to look at, but I've got to be up at five. You know what I mean? And well, actually. When we have a practice at five, at, at 5.30, i got to be up at 4. Oh. I mean, that hurts. That hurts. But we will do anything and everything for any of our players so that she's able to participate in practice, and, and we don't want her to change her major. She's going to be a doctor. She's going to be whatever. If, if those labs are coming early in the morning, we're going to do whatever we need to do. Make sure that no one is told, well, you can't major in this because that's the time we practice. We'll change our practice, and we will do what we need to do to make sure each and every person is able to fulfill the promise and the dreams that she had in addition to playing basketball. It's a penalty. Trust me, I can't wait. I can't wait to see if Sierra has those classes in the morning next semester. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Gosh, and I can imagine that's going to be when it starts to get really cold out there. Oh
0: my goodness, waking up! I and can't the roads even. Roads
1: not not clear for the roads. Think about that.
0: Oh okay. my coach, I can't even. I can't even begin to imagine. Four a.m. You got to think. You know, it starts to get thirty. Oh, coach, I I I, I feel sorry for you, but I, I I agree. I I think you know. You make a good point. You, yeah. It, when it comes to recruiting, especially, you know, these, these women want to come into a program and they want to, you know, they have ambitions other than basketball and you need to, to make it known that you can come to Rutgers and, and do whatever you want and we'll adjust to you.
1: Arella, she was part of a, a, um, a movie production. Guess what? She's a beautiful young lady. She's very talented. She's a basketball player. But after, you know, finished uh, practicing, she goes into the city and has been doing some work for um a movie. It's like she said, "Oh, it's a, a terrible movie. It's a horrible horror movie or something like that on like this kind of movie. But hey, guess what? It just speaks to the fact that if you can dream it, you can believe it, you know, and it can t- it become a reality because records hold holds a uniqueness about itself that few other schools can. You know, if you were a fashion model, a fashion design person, for example, you know, there's a fashion institute. You can take classes, you know, in addition to whatever you may be doing here. So the career doesn't have to stop. And I'm, I'm, and we are encouraging our players to explore everything. We have a, um, we call it um, uh, an event where there's a lot of a career day. And so we want them to get dressed up, take their resume and interview, even as freshmen. So they begin to see what's out there. This is the year of young women taking much more control of their lives, not just basketball and putting on shorts, but I want them involved in every aspect of society. And, and when we are, when we, we do concern ourselves about that, now, is that putting points on the board? No, but I think that this, this group, they they're, they're different. This group is engaged. They do care about a lot of things, yeah, you know, we've discussed a lot of things, and it's not just basketball.
0: It speaks to uh, the type of player you bring in as well, because you know, look, there's that common cliche that that no matter what sport you play, it's not going to last forever, and you need to make sure you have prepared life after the sport. And I think exactly. you know, it, it it makes sense the type of the type of woman you bring in. You know, you said it, Arella. She's you know interested in film and movies. Uh, Sierra uh, with a doctor, like I think it really speaks to the type of women you bring into this program that they have other ambitions besides basketball,
1: and we want them that we want that you know we encourage that, you know they're not going to cheat basketball, but but it makes me feel good. And when the kids say, "Oh, we were thinking about going into New York because Zarela going to be, you know, doing a feature in this movie," that's great. Like like who 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 else lives that close to New York?
0: Exactly think about that. Yeah, Every no. other
1: school, they can talk about the different majors that they have and blah, blah, blah. But they are then surrounded just by the campus, but they don't have the uh, opportunity to write on our campus, campus, catch a, a train, and to go into New York to get the additional help.
0: I think that's the great thing about Rutgers. You mentioned it, the fact that, you know, you said it. No one has the access, or not many schools really, have the access that Rutgers students have, that Rutgers uh, athletes have to go to New York City, like you mentioned, even to go to, you know, take away from New York City, go to go to Philadelphia, too, is another major hub for, for jobs, for, you know, media, for finance, for all these things. So I think, you know, where Rutgers is, uh, where it's situated, uh, helps so much in, in developing uh, both students and, of course, student-athletes.
1: Yeah, and if, if you're driven, think about that. You know, like like Alex Alfano, one of our players on she's he's working on Wall Street. Our manager, one of our managers who did the film, He's he's uh working with the Knicks. And then that that seems to go we, we 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 miss that. I think that uh Michelle and Betsy do an outstanding job and those two are the people that are involved with the preparation of of, uh, of us uh with our practice with the film, the video guy. I mean Brian Brian can go anywhere. Brian Shank can go anywhere. Break down a film. I mean, I'm impressed. And when I, when I look at them, I'm thinking, well, one of, the, one of our young ladies was a manager. She was involved in marketing and promotions with the New York Liberty. You know, the guy that, that was our, um, uh, our, our, our video guy, you know, he's breaking film down and giving it to the uh, New York Knicks. That's what he does. Like, you know, uh, uh, my other guy um, was working with the um, Miami Heat. He just called me the other day. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you know, it's not just basketball. It's not, if, if you are driven, you know, to, to be successful and you want to, Henry, I, I don't know why I always just calling Henry. <laughs> Henry. That's, that's just Henry. Yeah, I just remember him having real thick glasses, <laughs> being extremely shy, coming over to the house, and we would have, you know, the team over and, you know, recruit them at, and him stand in the corner. The next thing you know, he began to step out a little bit more, and then he would come over and initiate conversations. I just called me last week, coach. I'll be there. You know, I said, well, I want you to talk to the kid. He said, yeah. I said, I got to show you the new stuff that I'm doing with the Heat. Come on. One young lady is the um, athletic um, director, director of basketball. She was a manager at the University of Pittsburgh.
0: It's one of those things, really, I believe. Only at Rutgers can, can you know, someone... Uh, go and, and be a successful student athlete, be a successful student manager, as you're saying, and, and go on to, you know, great things in, in so many different fields, really. And, Coach, I want to ask you one more before I let you go. You know, obviously, it's it's incredibly anticipated. Everyone's kind of looking when win number three is going to happen, your 1,000th career victory. You know, with that 1,000th win, you, you'll join your friends and colleagues who have hit that mark, you know, Tara Vanderveer, Sylvia Hatchell, Gino Oriema, and, of course, Pat Summit. What does it mean for you to join those names, add to your list of accomplishments? How special will it be when you finally get to number 1,000?
1: Uh, well, you know what? I, I, I've i tried to avoid that conversation. I know that it's coming. And let me just say it like this. When I think about so many faces of the players, the, 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 the names may change, but who they are as people, it, it just lets me you know the, the grace and, and the opportunity that, that God has given me to always be surrounded by young people that have been driven, so many beautiful people that have meant so much to me because without assistant coaches, to players that were committed, you know, it wouldn't be. I, I had no idea. I promise, as God is my witness, I never thought about it one time. Not once, you know, when I started off. Not once, as we got 500. Not once. It, because it, it, it was never thought to be a chase for numbers as much as this is something that I love. I'm so passionate about it it concerns me at times if I I get driven I have to apologize to myself sometimes when I'm angry that something doesn't happen you know but 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 it's it's the smile that I have on my face as we're speaking now because I realize how you know what look at the, all the different things that these young people are doing and 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 all through basketball I'm so grateful that I'm put in that position to do that and and you know Sylvia Hansel was my assistant when we went to China. And I was coaching the world championship team. You know, Pat Summit and I, you know, I, I can't even say enough. You know, she would say, my buddy. You know, I mean, I, you know, it, it breaks my heart when I just think about this brilliant woman and who how great she was. And um, and, and even now, you know, the, the, who she is doing and who she is. You know, and Tara Vanderveer. Tara Vanderveer and I were the, the coaches that were involved in the 1st sell off of a women's basketball game when there was 22,157 people that were at our game between Iowa and Ohio State. And I remember thinking to myself, you know what, the odds weren't good that we were going to win. And I was thinking, I, I remember saying to Tara, I hope that, you know, that at, at halftime, the lights go out. <laughs> <ever> come on." <laughs> come on I knew that when we get to the end, you know, we were going to probably lose, you know what I mean? But uh, but but we both stood there at courtside, and we looked up and we realized, like, Dad, you know, because the whole arena, the way that it was built, the whole arena was nothing but glass. But you couldn't see any glass. It looked like bumblebees because everybody was crowded in the seats and on on the concourse. You couldn't see anything except black and gold, you know. And I thought, are you kidding me? And then at the end of the day, um. Man, I've had the greatest battles. In fact, one of the be- one of the biggest reasons, in addition to the fact that my husband passed when I was at Iowa and I wanted to, I had to leave. Uh, it hurt me a great deal. In fact, probably most people don't know this, but even after I signed that night, when that morning, when Fred Greninger was going to introduce me to the record, I mean, to the New York media, I I came downstairs, was crying, and said that I couldn't come. Uh, that would he think, you know, too badly of me, and how was I going to handle that? Because I had so so much in my heart to, to, to question, like, like my daughter was having a major surgery, and here I am, what the heck, I'm coming halfway across the country with my two boys and Nina, who needs care 24-7, and she's having a major, she has metal rods that had to be put in her back. And I was scared, because I'd always had my sisters, you know, and my mom, and my sisters and, and, and their husbands, and I'd lost my husband. And so I, it was a, a brave new world, so to speak, for me at that point. I was scared to death, and yet I knew that I needed to start my life over. But I realized that the people who have, been, have made that happen were no longer with me. And I think that we have to, we have to, we have to be willing to take a chance on ourselves um, we have to count on the assistance. Betsy Youngman who is, is my heart right now, was, was just there with me as I made that decision to come here. You know, Jolette Law, who was, you know, my player, I said, look, I want to go to, to Rutgers and I want to know if you would come with me. Because as a rule, very, 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 very seldom do I ever coach without a former player because they know me. They know what we have to do. And Betsy was one of them. You know, it, it, it happened only three times in my life. And, but having said that, um, we, we we started on this journey here at Rutgers. You know, and Fred Gunninger said to me, "Don't worry, uh, the women's basketball team is going to be the flagship team of this university, uh, and and just work hard because people will embrace you, they'll love you, they appreciate the effort." And I'm I'm grateful to him. You know, I knew that he suffered a lot of, uh, you know, people were negative at first because people just think, shazam, something's going to happen, you know, and so I began to hear rumors that he was not going to be there. And that's unfortunate because I think if people would be patient and realize that an athletic director, they've got to make a decision about somebody. Uh, They're going to put everything they have on the line. Um, But the athletic director many times will have made a commitment to the coach if they believe in the coach. And they allow them to develop. And I tell you what, it's a shame because Fred left in that same year is when we went to the final four. You beat eight. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and so I just thank God because I've been having, I've had, you know, tremendous administrators, assistant coaches, and, and people that surround me. And, and extremely important to me has been my, my family. Uh, my husband, who always gave me confidence when I didn't feel like I had it, uh, my sisters and brothers, who have been there, lock you know, uh, lockstep. We, we I, I, this is, I have, you know, this has been a very unique experience. It really has been. And so, um, you know, if I if I get that three, I I gotta believe I I will get that three. Yeah, God willing. I mean, what else? I mean, like I got twenty some games to get three. Right? <laughs> I God, if I can't get three, I'll lose my mind before that's over. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what
0: I mean? I 100% coach.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's going to happen at some point. So everybody just, we're all relaxed. I just would rather knock this out as soon as possible so that we can move on. Because as I shared with you, I I feel so good about this team. I, I I just believe that at the end we're, we're going to be real special and I would like nothing more than to, to have demonstrated to, to myself first and to us as a team that, um, if you get good people that come together to work together for the, you know, for the, for the good of the team, not as individuals, that great things can happen. I've got to prove that. And nothing can be better demonstrated than for this to happen with this particular team because, like, I looked around, I'm thinking, like, there's only two kids that, that are four-year kids that have been here. But but we're fortunate because we've got good people who have the best intentions. And I think that our fans will embrace this team and be so happy to see young people that's working hard. And as you said, finally, you got some people they can shoot. You know, so uh, I'm, I'm, looking I'm looking
0: forward to this year. <laughs> I, so am I, Coach. I, and I think we all are, you know, we're excited to see, uh, like you said, with the new pieces, uh, with everything coming together this year, we're excited as fans to see what this team can do. And, and I want to thank you, uh so much for, for coming on for giving us some of your time for telling us your stories. It was really a pleasure to talk to you tonight.
1: Hey always here. Thank you so much and I appreciate you and uh I look forward to seeing you when we when we win the
0: three, right? A one hundred and ten percent coach. You know I'll be All there. Right. You know All I right. will. All right. Thank you. So thank much. you That's so good. much, Coach. Thank you. I want to thank Coach Stringer for coming on the podcast and giving me some time to talk to her about the upcoming Rutgers women's basketball season. It really was such a privilege to talk to her. You know, this team is going to be I believe at least, an exciting one to watch this season. I also think, personally, this team will be better than most people expect. Yes, obviously they lost Tyler Scaife, and Tyler really, every year she was here, besides obviously the year she had to sit out, she was a real catalyst for this offense. However, I think the offseason additions they made, specifically the three guards that I talked about before the interview, I think those are going to be pivotal. Zippy Broughton is going to have some growing pains, as I mentioned, just as all freshmen do. But she's a five-star guard with so much ability and talent. And I believe that as the season goes along, she will look more and more comfortable. Arela Garantis, now that she is eligible, is another incredibly talented piece joining the fold. Just like Broughton, you know, Garantis, she went to Texas Tech as a top 100 player, just like Broughton was. She also averaged 10 points per game in her freshman season in Lubbock and will help immensely in replacing Tyler Scave. Last, and arguably, I think the biggest immediate impact addition that this team had was bringing in grad transfer guard Sierra Calhoun from Ohio State. Calhoun can score and shoot the deep ball and has experience succeeding in the Big Ten, which is is huge. She knows what it takes to win, and most importantly, she knows what it takes to get to the NCAA tournament. This team every year has NCAA tournament expectations and she knows how difficult the grind could be to get there and how to win games down the stretch to propel you into one of those spots. I said it before, this team is going to be better than I believe a lot of people think it will. You know, replacing Tyler is is obviously going to be tough, but I think the staff worked this offseason to bring in high impact talent. You know, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Replacing Tyler's gave and what she brought to this program offensively, defensively, uh, off the court on the court and just as the leader of this program it's going to be hard but the talent they brought in this season or this offseason at least with with Zipporah Broughton with Sierra Calhoun Arella Garantis being eligible as well as other impact freshmen they brought in I think this team is going to be a lot better and personally I'm excited to see what they have to offer I'm excited to see them offensively obviously we saw what they can do defensively on the full court I'm excited to see what this team is going to bring to the table, and I can't wait for game number one on November 6th against St. Francis.